You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. The Dodge Summer Clearance Event is here. Show off a little muscle with the Dodge Charger or the Dodge Challenger and leave everyone else envying your beach bod. Hurry into the Dodge Summer Clearance Event and get a great deal. Hey guys, welcome to Castrol CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. Before we start, I want to tell you guys about JB Weld. It's a proud new sponsor of CarCast. Epoxy adhesive used both by pros and experienced DIYers for over 50 years. It can be found at retailers everywhere, including Home Depot, AutoZone, Walmart, and Amazon. JB Weld, world's strongest bond. All right, here we go. So Goldberg is, uh, he's out. He's filming his TV show. He's in Atlanta. He's doing Forged in Fire, Knife or Death, which uh, it was renewed for a second season. I, I enjoyed the first season. It was fun. Um, we're going to get him back in next week. So as you guys know, we're going to be recording live at Roadkill Nights this weekend, Saturday. Uh, the live show is going to be uh, 4 o'clock uh, on Saturday. Um and then we're going to do that celebrity drag race uh, uh, event, which should be kind of cool. I think that's like six or six fifteen, six fifteen, somewhere around there. So um, maybe do a little trash talking while we're out there. Uh, it should be fun. I hope to see you guys there. Um, it's it would be fantastic to have a big crowd out there. This is our first live show, Goldberg and I. It's our first live show together. Um, but in the meantime, I brought in my buddy. Brad Fanshawe into the studio. You know him from Shift and Steer and uh, uh, Man Seeks Adventure podcast and Mike Brewer podcast. That has a really long name. Mike Brewer behind the wheel <laughs> with Brad Fanshawe. Yeah, with well, that's that's secondary. That's secondary. You know, it's, it's Mike like, Brewer behind the wheel with Brad Fanshawe. Yeah, is another podcast that he does. Um, check out all of his stuff, but. Uh, Oh, man, I'm glad I see you up here in L.A. Hey, it's good to be here, Matt. You it's... saved me a trip to Orange County. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I saved you a trip. And uh, But, no, hey, I appreciate you coming down to our studio every single week and uh, doing shift and steer with us. But uh, it's fun to be up here. It's always it's always good to come up here, see see all the guys, and uh, hang out a little bit. And, uh, you know, it's just I'm just hurt that you always invite me when, you know, Goldberg's when not Goldberg's here. When Goldberg's on, yeah. You're the you know? fill-in guest. Yeah, like, or, hey, or... this guy's missing, this guy's missing. Why don't you come up to the studio? I don't think you've ever met Goldberg or Adam Carolla. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I think they really exist. Yeah. No, I know those guys. Oh, the but... guy's name is all over this building, so at least no Adam kidding. must exist. Or or we've been making it up the whole time. I mean, you could have invited me, like said, hey, we're doing this thing in Detroit. We need somebody to drag race with us. You want to come up? But no, that, that never happened. So. Chris is going. Yeah, of course. Chris is going. Chris, Chris has been here for years and years and years, and... I'm just going to say that my trip, my show, is the only one that he gets a suite to stay in and a first-class ticket. I'm wow. just saying. Wow. This is the only time ever he's get a, a suite to stay in and a first-class ticket. I'm I know, but saying. that first-class on Amtrak's <laughs> not the same as <laughs> he's on, a, fly the on plane. a fly. Yeah. He's got to fly the plane. So, listen, um, we both just got back from some road trips. We, we, we both drove new cars. We want to tell you guys about two very different cars, yes. <laughs> mind you. Um, but, uh, but, but good, very interesting stuff. So um, Brad uh, uh, drove uh, the Acura. And I drove the new Mustang Bullet. And I'll tell you guys about those. Um, the trips were fantastic. At least it was for me. I, I don't n- know what it's like driving to Arizona in the summer. I imagine terrible. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I mean, I might as well so just let's tell us about it. Let's get, get it off it. my chest that I, because they say the first step to recovery is admitting. <laughs> and I'm a failure, Matt. I'm a failure because I went go over on. to Phoenix, and one of my reasons to go over there was, as you know, I've got cars over there yeah. in my building. Yeah. and Also a mom. I do have a mom over there also, <laughs> yes. And I had a dual reason. But one of the reasons I went over was for my Man Seeks Adventure show. Uh, we were looking for the, the coolest things to do in the Valley of the Sun when it's over 100 degrees. Which we found some pretty cool things. And by do, you mean drink. 
Well, there was a few different things. There was swimming with dolphins. There was surfing. Yes, surfing. And There's dolphins in Arizona? They I, must hate that. We found everything that was weird. But anyways, my other reason was a car reason. And I went over. I said, hey, while I'm over here, I'm going to start getting my 67 Chevelle Supersport ready to bring back over to California so I can finish the restoration on it. It's on a body dolly. You know, the motor's on an engine stand. Yeah. And I wanted to gather up all the parts. So my next trip over, I bring my trailer, get it all loaded up, and bring it back. Okay. So I got my keys to my, my, you know, my building over there, and I got over there. And I woke up, and it was already 111 degrees, okay? <laughs> and, and so I— it's still I, dark out. I'm like, I'm like I got to get going early to beat the heat. Well, that didn't work. So at like 9 a.m. in the morning, I unlock the building, and I go in, and it's like a furnace. Because that place has been shut since the last time Oh, I was yeah. There. You don't just like plug in like a box fan or just like just it, a regular No, then all you're doing fan. is moving. Air. Then it just becomes from an oven to like, what do they call it, a vortex oven? Yeah, you know? yeah. And, or convex oven. And I've got a swamp cooler on the building. Yeah, but, but when that, you're not there, what are you going to do? And Leave that doesn't do anything. No. Yeah. So anyways, long story short is I was there about 30 minutes, moved a few things, and I went, it's too damn hot in here, man. <laughs> I said, I'm coming back in September when it's down to like 90 right. degrees. No, you didn't think I'm going to come back at midnight when it's cooler. You said, I'll be back in three months. Hey, midnight? We were doing a Man Six Adventure thing over there. We were in the middle of the desert at like midnight, and we looked. It was 106. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to wait till it cools down. Then I'll bring the Chevelle back. What are you so going to do I with failed. the Chevelle? Just curious. Well, my... It's a hot rod? It's no, a pro touring? It's a- this car was the first car I ever owned when I was a kid. And my friends all poked me in the ribs about that when I took the body off the frame... It was a high-mileage original muscle car. Yeah. Well, now it's an 80,000-mile original muscle car. And at the time, I was going to pro-street the thing. And, yeah, you know. yeah. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to put tubular A-arms. I'm going to mini-tub it, not pro-truering. I'm going to kind of blend old and new, all new technology, fuel injection on a big block. But I want it all to look like it's almost original, except for the wheels and tires. So it's going to be slammed. It's going to have big tires in the back. It's going to have... I've actually looked at... Have you seen these BMW electric cars? The little bitty ones running yeah, around? Yeah, the i3. Yeah, the i3. Yeah. I was in a parking lot one day, and I went, what size wheels are on those things? Walked over and looked at them. It had 18-inch wheels all the way around. <laughs> so then I went online, found out that 18s or an optional 19. But the thing is, is they're skinny. They're like four inches wide. Yeah. So I, my mind started thinking I could make a set of wheels that were like the old days when we did the big, you know, the wide ones in the back and the skinnies up yeah. front for a drag racing look, but have a late model radial that's a 19-inch wheel. Yeah. And so that's what I'm going to run them. Instead of run of those Michelins and uh, do like a big 315 in the back and like some four-inch tires up front. Yeah. And but that'll with, handle good. <laughs> Hey, you know what? With the new technology, yeah. it won't be that bad. I'm not going to go no, you know, through the cars. But you're making a street car, but you're giving a little but bit of that But you can still drive load. it with yeah. tubular A-arms, coilovers, have yeah. a big block and a power glide, and uh, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun car. Just run six piston Brembos in the back and uh, no brakes in the front. You know what? We could do that with spindle mounts. <laughs> That's right. It'll be giant. All right, so you're going to make a fun kind of street car out of yeah, it. Yeah, something a little different. A li- like a little bit retro look, but kind of modern, like with the big and littles, but a modern version of that. One of those that when you take it to a show, the the new guys hate it and the old guys hate it. Yeah, so yeah no one know, will like it except you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. That's right. And what, what engine's in it? Well, it came with a 396. So um, it, I still have the original motor, 396 big block, and uh, I'm, I'm looking, I'm researching right now, thinking maybe one of those Holly fuel injection units sure. or something, yeah. and, um, and then just keep the original motor. They're all so great now. They're, they're all like self-tuning and everything. If yeah. You, I mean, you can, you can, you know, you can port the heads or the intake a little bit, maybe do a hotter cam in it and some headers. But other than that, you just bolt on like one of the fast EFI systems or the Holly EFI systems. They're also good, so smart. You can basically get the version that kind of tunes itself. You can fine tune it later if you want. You can hit up our you buddy hit the Ray laptop, or something. Yeah. And- and uh, it'll take him, you know, an hour to go through and just kind of fine tune it for you. Um, but for the most part, these these systems are 
there's so many versions into it now that it's, they're actually pretty good. And, and the float bowls never uh, dry up. Yeah. The needle, in, there's no needle and seat to worry up about, regardless of altitude. Right, right. <laughs> and, and you know, but but that's what's fun about it. You take a car like that, and you make it drivable with coilovers, with big brakes, with fuel injection, but still keep the DNA of the car, and it still feels like a, a real yeah. muscle car. I want to hear about your Acura, but first I'm going to tell you guys about Continental. If you think about of all the weird things that you find in cars, I'm not talking about garden variety french fries or melted crayons i'm talking about things like live snakes and bizarre trinkets the kind of stuff that makes you wonder about folks it's funny because we've been reading this for a while and literally when you store your car in a warehouse in arizona <laughs> you never know there what. are snakes and things in the cars scorpions. scorpions yeah who knows what maybe javelina living in there somewhere I, when we're done with this i'll tell you a story you know so another thing that makes you wonder but in a good way are continental belts i bet you didn't know they're OE on tens of millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, and GM vehicles that roll off the assembly line. They're also OE on a majority of BMWs and VWs. So now Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series. These belts are fanatically engineered for perfect fit, form, and function. And Continental has the OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt for 98% of the vehicles on the road in the U.S. and Canada. So, hey, you get enough surprises when you work on cars and trucks. A belt shouldn't be one of them. Go with the Continental OE Technology Multi-V Belt, the belt with the OE pedigree. To get the full story, go to oetechnologyseries.com. So you talk about critters and like that? Yeah. I had my 69 Camaro in my shop here at my house, and I hadn't worked on it in a long time. It's up on a body dolly, Yeah, and I sat down on my little creeper stool, and I went to slide under to go up underneath the wheel housing to um, fix a little rust repair there. And I you know, kind of squatted down, put my head up in there with the flashlight, yeah. and all of a sudden I thought I felt like something crawling on me. <laughs> and, I, and I look, and I'm in a cobweb. But that wasn't the bad part. It was a black widow cobweb that had just had babies, and there was like a hundred of them. And they were all, I ran out in the yard, tearing off my clothes, dousing myself with the hose, and my wife comes out. She goes, what are you doing? I go, there's black widows all over me. I mean, you know, that stuff happens. You're running out there like Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. You're not on fire. I'm on fire. <laughs> exactly. It's like, you know, you try to be a man about it, but, you know, Shit happens. <laughs> yeah. Also, you just got to hit that thing with a shop vac or something. Get some spray down there first before you. You should know better, Brad. Don't stick your. So head. putting the gasoline over me and lighting it wouldn't have been <laughs> no. the right. Okay. Well, no, that kills the. Bugs. Yeah, that kills, that those kills bugs. the bugs. So. Um, all right, tell us what kind of Acura you've been driving. Okay, uh, so I had to go over to Arizona and I needed a good road trip car. I mean, mostly what you NSX. and I. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's usually what we're driving is something, you know, like, yeah. oh, we drove this Lamborghini or we drove this Mustang or whatever. But this one, I needed a road trip car. And so the the great guys over at Acura, they said, hey, we have this new 2018 MDX Sport Hybrid, and it's all-wheel drive. Okay, so an MDX is the SUV. That's their top-of-the-line SUV. Okay. And it was a hybrid, so it was going to get great mileage. So it's not a plug-in hybrid. It's one of the hybrids that regenerates as you go, which is really weird because you leave the driveway, it tells you your mileage range, and you get to the edge of town on the other side of Palm Springs, and it's gone up instead of down, <laughs> which is great. You've been but riding the brake the whole time. Yeah, you kind of go, wow, what's going on there? One of the first things I noticed about it when I looked at the information was that this car, you think – Accurate. You think Japan, right? Yeah. But no, this one was uh, made in USA. Yeah. And uh, I have to do that now because of Trump's tariffs. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I don't think they did that quite that. Oh, no, I know what you no, mean, but they didn't just do it last week. <laughs> but you know, when you look at these now, for this vehicle, it says the vehicle assembly point was uh, Liberty East Liberty, Ohio. The uh, country of origin for the engine was USA, and the transmission was USA. Now you do look at the uh, fine print. It says that um, the rest the, is made in Canada. The vehicle <laughs> contains seventy percent parts made in Canada. But <laughs> the um, the thing is, because you look at some of them, and it says, you know, uh, we drove a Cadillac recently, and it said it was, you know, you think Cadillac, yeah, Detroit. The car was made in China, you know, but uh, it's very strange. But this one 
with this uh, 321 horsepower hybrid motor. It that's got, combined horsepower. That's combined horsepower between the yeah. hybrid and it, it has a V6. And is it rear wheel drive? It's all wheel drive. It's all wheel drive. Yeah. And it has everything you could need. Great interior. Beaut- I mean, this one, they had this one in a deep, like fire engine red. Came with 20 inch wheels that were powder coated black. And it has the, um, the, the HEI, um, you know, headlights and driving lights. They call them jewel headlights because they look really fancy when you look at them. But they really do, man. They, they, HID. Yeah, but they, they call them, uh, uh, jewel headlights is okay. what they call them. Yeah. And these things out in the middle of the desert when it's like nothing out there, yeah. those headlights work. You need them. Yeah, you do need them. Yeah. And, and let me tell you what else you need over in Phoenix this time of year. Ooh, I'm going to guess air. Is the air yeah. conditioning. <laughs> and now, how many cars have you been in, SUV, sedan, whatever, where you're up front, you're like going, yeah, I'm, I'm cool, and the people in the back are going, hey, yeah. could you turn it up a little bit? No, man. Acura has it down better than anybody I've seen because George the dog was in the back seat. <laughs> and the poor dog about Palm Springs, I look back, he's in a little ball rolled up and he had taken his dog blanket and put it up around him. And I'm like, what? And and I look and his ears are cold. His snout was cold. <laughs> I mean, that dog was frozen. And I realized <laughs> that they have their own controls back there. And it was set at 58 degrees. Oh, and he doesn't know how to use them? And no, he didn't. <laughs> he hasn't got that. He doesn't have opposable thumbs. Okay. But the car drove great, got fantastic mileage, super comfortable seats that have air conditioners in them also. So you've driven a lot of those cars, and that is a nice thing. The nut coolers. Yeah, they are. (laughs) The nut coolers work. In Arizona, we get swamp ass. You just get sweaty. You just stick to the seat. Yeah. Um, where are we now with Acura on the transmission? The eight speeds, nine speeds. This 10 has speeds, a ten speed. Ten speed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And you know, add. growing up, I always wanted a ten speed. Yeah. Now I had one. Now you had one. It only cost sixty grand. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't have the circular bars or anything that curled yeah. under. But, um, but no, I would say for a road trip vehicle, this MDX, it checked all the boxes. It has Apple CarPlay, which yeah, works great. great. It has fantastic navigation. It had um, a great sound system in it. The now we're used to driving super high performance cars, and so you know you jump in something like this, you go to pass or something, you go, oh come on, give it a little bit more. But yeah. but the mileage you can. I went over to Phoenix and drove around for the first day I was there without ever refueling the tank. So you can't you can't beat that. Yeah, that trip's four hundred. It's it's like five hundred miles because yeah. my mom lives on the total opposite side of town yeah and uh i still had like a 50 mile range when i got to her house so you can't beat that you know now you wouldn't be towing a car trailer with it or anything like that but yeah. uh, can you tow? can you tow five thousand pounds with it 3500 i don't know what the towing capacity is yeah. on it matt but um what i do know is that uh, they rated it 27 miles to the gallon out on the ha- out on the highway and uh i bet it gets every bit of that because it um, it it, uh, it really took care of everything you would need as far as mileage. One of the other things I was really surprised about, it has three seats, three rows of seats. Oh, it does? Yeah. And those that last row folds down, and I had a lot of stuff to haul. I had camera gear. I had luggage. Um, it, it folds flat? And it folds flat. You don't have to take it out? No. You do okay. not. And then if you want to haul, I mean, really want to haul something, there's little buttons on the other side, and the second row of seats fold completely flat without taking them out, and you have a big, huge cargo area. So, um, And it has a little false floor in the back, so which was nice, because like my camera gear, when I went places... And your I, weed. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. No, um, all of that could be hidden away, and we were we were good to go, so... Um, I, I really, I really enjoyed driving it. It's, um, it, it, it had, it had good looks. It had a great interior, and I liked not having to put gas in it at every single stop. Are you, are you shopping around for a new SUV? Well, you know, I do need a new vehicle badly. <laughs> yeah. But I've been driving so many things, and everything I drive is like, oh, 
that Cadillac CTSV. Oh man, that was great. And then I, well, do I really need that all the time? Maybe something like an Acura, you know? And, yeah. And then of course my buddy at Acura, Dave, he said, you know, I might be able to get you one at you know friends and family. And I said. <laughs> Can you get me so an N- more more than sticker? Can you get me an NSX at friends and family? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was wondering too. Yeah, uh, but uh, but it wasn't as sporty as what you've been driving. Yeah, well, but it's still it's interesting because you, you know you start to think about what would be a good everyday vehicle, what would be a good everyday you know small SUV, something around town. You're actually a pretty good example for it because you haul wheels. Four days a week, back and forth, or five days. Yeah, a week, in my Yukon XL, that's you what know. I do. Back and forth to the factory, yeah. to the shipping building. I will tell you something else. This had it has that lane control where it reads the stripes on the lane. Oh yeah. And going over, we're driving at night, and I said, "I'm going to try this out." So I pressed the lane control. I pressed the traffic assist, and it kind of freaks you out a little yeah. bit because this you take your, It's not one of those that beeps. It actually steers it the steers car. It, yeah, I've used that in another car, and it was. And I took weird. my hands off the wheel to see how good it did. Yeah, and it did. But after about five seconds, this big thing came up on the dash and said, "Put hands on wheel." You yeah. know, and so it's not meant to be autopilot. So if it steers, uh, I've seen this in a few cars. If it steers and gets you back in the lane, if it does it like three times in a row it's like wake up yes. put your hands on the wheel what are you doing like pay attention it, like, it must have <laughs> sensors on the steering wheel to see if you're gripping it or if there's any resistance so that it knows and but we don't need that because i had my wife in the car and she said quit doing that stop that <laughs> so we, she was, she was a good enough thing. sensor but the other sensor was i had it on cruise control at like 80 miles an hour mm-hmm. we're cruising along and when it reads a car ahead of you it automatically slows down Oh, so it's got adaptive cruise, yes. and it's got lane control. I don't know what it's called. I, don't they call it uh, sleep control so you can take a nap? <laughs> right? <laughs> no, this is uh, – I had this conversation with guys over the weekend about, like, all the various autopilots and stuff. This is not the same. And also, those autopilots, I wouldn't take a nap with those things. No, no. Be- because we always forget that it's the other people on the road, too, because even if it was on autopilot and it said it would, what if that crazy guy who comes up along the shoulder and then just darts in in front of you, the computer's going to read it all of a sudden and put you into a spin or something, you know? It's, yeah. Uh, How's that car handle? Does it feel sporty? Is there a sport mode? Is there a sport it, button? It has a comfort mode, a normal mode, a sport mode, and a sport X mode. And you do notice it. The comfort mode for me is a little too squishy and a little too... Like, I had it in comfort mode and I came around a 180-degree exit ramp. Yeah. And I was like, I came into it kind of fast like I normally do because I'm used to driving cars with really good suspension. And I was like, ooh, I better slow down a little bit. But then I put it in the Sport X mode and did an equal one. And it was stiff, and you get that resistance in the steering wheel. Yeah, and it really did handle. I kept it in normal mode pretty much all the time for my driving, and it was it was fine. It Even was on fine. the long run out to Arizona, yes. you didn't put it in sleepy mode. No, not no. not in comfort because then it got a little too squishy and a little too. Yeah, I don't mind the suspension being squishy, but the steering wheel gets a little bit less reactive and right. Yeah. 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 And that's what you okay. don't like. Well, it sounds good. We're going to post some pictures and stuff on it. You have Yeah, we got some great media. photos. We'll put them up on social, put them up on... And what's it cost? And that's what I was just going to tell you. The one that I had that had the uh, upgraded interior, had the Apple CarPlay, had the, um, the power moonroof, the 20-inch alloy wheels. It, it had all kinds of options, and it did stick her out. It's a little hefty. Um, at fifty nine thousand one forty five. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't. I don't think that's a bad number. It's. I don't it's, it's not a bad, a bad number, number for I mean, all the car that you get. You can get a Lincoln Navigator for a hundred grand now if you want to. True. You know. <laughs> and what is? You know, I, I guess I don't know what the comps are. You know, what is what is the Lexus cost? Well, what everybody's not making cost? the big Hollywood bucks yeah. like you do, man. Yeah. So, well, you know, to some some people, you know, guys like me, 59000 bucks a lot. Yeah, sell more wheels, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell you guys about Wrangler. Everybody has a favorite pair of jeans that fit perfect and always look great. No one knows this better than Wrangler. 
Wrangler jeans made for the modern day adventurers. Whether you're a whether you ride a bike, a bronc, or a skateboard, these jeans are for you. Classic or modern styles, a range of fits and a price that works for you. Plus, there's vintage re-releases, all kinds of good stuff. You can get your skinny jeans, Brad. Why? Well, <laughs> so when you're when you're going to your LA meetings, you can wear your skinny jeans. You can get your uh, your boot cut jeans when you go see mom in Arizona. You just visit Wrangler.com and check out their great selection of jeans, shorts, pants, and outerwear for men and women. Wrangler, denim made for the modern world. Aren't you supposed to read that just with a little bit of a, a little bit of yeah, I'm not so twang in there with your really Wranglers? I'm not so good at those. Um, okay, so moving on. Moving on. Uh, I did a trip to San Francisco um, for the... Uh, for a big press event with, with Ford, Mustang, they're re-releasing the Mustang Bullet. Now, we had a Mustang Bullet, I think, uh, 01 and 08. Does that sound right? That sounds about right, yeah. Right? I think we had an, an 01 and an 08. So we had like an SN95 body style and an S197 body style, if I had to guess. that's what I'm You being a Mustang guy, I'm, I'm going to give it to you on that one. Um, this was a great event. So uh, they they... They secured a, a hotel that was an, an old um, military uh, fort, right? So there's lots of several little buildings. You know, there's like a, a grand building and then lots of little buildings. And, uh, you know, it's pretty much on the water, um, big grass area. It's fantastic, right at the edge of the Golden Gate Bridge. I was going to say, I know exactly where it is. Yeah. It's that military base right there on the edge of town, yeah, right by the bridge. It's called like Cavallo Point or something like yeah. that. And, uh it's um it's on the Sausalito side, mm-hmm. which by the way that town confused me. I went to dinner and all the restaurants were closing at six p.m. I was like, what? What? Why? Yeah, the place was packed, and I was like, great, can I come in? They're like, sorry, we're closing. I was like, but there's a thousand people in here, and they're like, I know we're closing. We close at six. I was like, do you understand what dinner is? They were like, you've got a to clear town, man. You must yeah. be from out of town. You got to get out of here yeah. before it's dark. And you know, as soon as I walked away, I heard her like, whoosh, dodged them. <laughs> That was close. <laughs> yeah. We dodged that one. Um, so they they brought out uh, I don't know eight or ten of these Mustang bullets out there, and they had uh, uh, for almost the whole week they had um, people come in and and do drives and do photographs and do some interviews with some of the Ford staff people. And um, what I was invited to do was to fly up to San Francisco, go to the hotel like on the last day. Meet with everybody, um, spend a day there, and then Saturday drive the car home. Um, well, they these... had a handful, and I got to drive one of them home, get sort of a road trip experience with it. So these guys at Ford are no dummies. They're they no were dummies. like, "Hey, like, we need to get a car. We to need LA. to transport all these cars back to LA. Let's just tell some of the yeah. press guys they can drive them home. Why fly the guy home when he'll pay for his own gas? Yeah, they don't have to pay for the <laughs> no. transporter. No, they don't fantastic. have to. Yeah. They're smart. Um, while they were there, they had uh, – uh, I forgot the guy's name, Sean, I think. He uh, he has the original Mustang bullet. Oh, so yeah, the one that for, they found for, recently. Yeah. yeah, that was the one for, for photography and stuff is, is, as well. Um, they put on a great event. Uh, the guys that I met with were, for, were fantastic. We got into this super nerdy conversation about technology and the car industry and just like way beyond the bullet. Yeah. Like we're just sitting at the bar uh, – uh, uh, just getting into these things. And I'll tell you, like, the overall feeling on it is this, is, is I don't know, I always, being a Mustang guy, I've always saw the Mustang as, like, a great kind of fun sports car with a great legacy. And, you know, when I bought my 93 Cobra, which was the top of the lineup back then, that's about 20 grand. You know, like, everything's 20 grand these days. The cheapest cars are 20 grand. Yeah. Everything kind of is expensive. So you get into a Mustang um, and you have some fun with it. And then, you know, as you get older, you want to like step up performance, step up some of the features in the car. And I was always like, I'm going to drive a Mustang for a while and then maybe I'll go and I'll get like an M3. And the truth is, that's exactly what I did. In 99, I bought my first BMW M3 E36. You know, and I got some of the nicer features and things like that that Mustang didn't offer. Not anymore. Do you need to do that? Well, that's good. Is that why you're driving the 77 town car? That's right, because I want to step it up to yeah. the Mustang. Uh, now, the new Mustang, 
I mean, it's got the lane departure warning. It's got a six-speed manual, which we love. It's got CarPlay. It's got sync, and it's got a big stereo in it. Uh, and this car now has uh, a full active exhaust, and the valve isn't just open or shut. The valve now moves on the fly like a throttle body does. Oh, really? Yeah. So, it, so it can adjust as it goes. It can goes. adjust as nice. it's going. Now, it'll... It adjusts also depending on the mode. You have normal mode, sport mode, track mode, wet or snow mode. You have launch control. You have a drag racing mode with a Christmas tree on it. Uh, you can uh, you can adjust so many aspects of the car, and the exhaust will adjust through it. By the way, this exhaust, I, I'm not sure what our friends over at like Magnaflow and the and, you know they're going to come up <laughs> with something, but. After the cats, this is pretty much used just straight exhaust. You kind of just see right through it. The, the The volume control at this point is the only the only obstruction in the exhaust is the catalytic converter these days, which you can't really remove anyway, even right. with an aftermarket exhaust. And then you have that valve, so you can adjust the different modes: sport mode, track mode, and adjust the exhaust, or you can just leave it in like a normal mode, and you can adjust it independently. You get normal, you get sport, and track mode, which is the loudest. Or you can have it go to quiet mode. And what's neat is you can actually program the car that when you start it, it'll start in quiet mode. If you get up early and you're, you know, you're in your parking garage or something at your apartment, you can start in quiet mode. Now, me, I'd be like, start in track mode because <laughs> when I'm up, everybody should be up. <laughs> uh, so you got all these great features in the car, and there are very few options on it. Um, MagnaRide is an option. And Recaro seats are an option. And I think maybe like a stereo upgrader is an option. And now, now there's not a Streets of San Francisco mode? There's not. you got to yeah. do that on your own. Uh, it starts at 46000 46500 bucks, And with all the, all the bells and whistles, 52000 bucks. You know, And on one hand, you're like, ah, oh, 52000 for a Mustang. But it's not really just a Mustang anymore. It's like... This is better than what my E36 is. I drive an E46 for the supercharger, and this is better than the E46. Yeah, it has everything. And it was engineered from the beginning that way. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic. So the 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 Magna Ride is their adjustable suspension. Um, I don't remember the specs on it. It's something, I don't know, a thousand times a second. Um, it rides great. It's still sporty. Don't think it's not. The reason why is... The bullet basically comes standard with the the Mustang GT's performance pack. It has six piston Brembos, fifteen inch rotors in the front. It has uh, the upgraded suspension for it, and when you get it with the Magna Ride, it is a smooth ride. But they've sort of calibrated it to be more performance oriented, and. That means when you're going in a straight line, it's trying to give you as much comfort as possible. But as soon as you give it a little steering input, it's like, oh, we're doing stuff. And and it adjusts itself for that as well. So in the Mustang lineup, you know, you have an EcoBoost, which you can get with performance packs and, and options. You have the uh, EcoBoost. You have a GT, which is your great you – no, know, makes sense. It's your great grand touring car and certainly the car that you can modify – and then the Bullet is the sports car version, the real kind of sportier version. And it comes standard with all the good stuff. And then when you get to their GT350, that's basically their race car, right? And and that'll soon be replaced by a GT500 with a supercharger, and it'll be the monster of the group. Um, but this car fits perfectly in the lineup. And I think it's the best combination of everyday drivability and and a fantastic car to to autocross or road race or do whatever you want with it and really have some fun with it. Or if you just want to go out on the weekends and do it. Personally, for me, as much as I love the Recaro seats, I did the whole drive in the Recaro seats. I don't know that I would need the Recaro seats because the standard seats, the difference between the Recaros and the standard seats, the Recaros are pretty much manual and that's it. The standard seats uh, are also leather trimmed. You can get them power, you can get them with three memory, and you can get them heated and cooled. Oh, see, now you're talking. Yeah. And, so and, I'm kind of like, eh, I'll just tighten my seatbelt yeah. and just pass on the Recaro exactly. seats. Uh, and save the extra $1,600 or whatever it is. Almost exactly. It's like yeah. 1595 or something like that. Yeah, you pretty much nailed it. So um, it's a fantastic car. This is what they've done in the power is they've they've – They've upped it to 480 horsepower. GT is 460. This is 480. The torque is the same at 420, but the added horsepower uh, gives it, I don't know, like an extra, 
uh, eight mile an hour top speed to to four sixty three. Now, although the four, the the torque is still at four twenty. It's a different power band, and it comes on a little bit earlier. So it is peppier around town. And this is what I love about the strategy behind this is they could probably have done this with just a tune, but they did it with the exhaust. They did it with an open element air filter. They did it with a Shelby GT350 throttle body and the 350 intake manifold so it doesn't have the big engine cover on the gt because the manifold is actually a little bit taller so if you think about it is they actually added a lot more air to it and then in the tune they probably brought it back a little bit to optimize the drivability and give you that more torque you know if you think about um some of the like american iron racing series like they they cap the horsepower but what they do is they overbuild the motor and then they plug up the intake a little bit right right well right. these guys they opened up the intake but then they used the tune to kind of level it out to give you that torque band which to me says if you add a power adder you do a turbo or a supercharger on this thing it's going to it's going to be a monster and i think if, if you know, look, if a if a Vortex supercharger or something adds 200 horsepower to a GT, I got to say 230 or so, maybe 250 on this car because you've you you can take way more advantage of the larger throttle body and intake manifold. What what it sounds like is that some enthusiasts in the engineering department went to the parts bins and said, "Hey, this GT350 throttle body this way." And they yeah. when they were doing this because they probably had a budget and they probably said, "But we can make it better by doing this." Yeah. And that's and that's when some of the best cars, you know, get built when the guys who know what the average guy wants, yeah. you know, gets it done. I, I think you're right, but it was a smart move to do it because you you get to well, one you get to brag a little bit about it. You so you know this comes with the GT350 throttle body. It's not just a tune; it comes with parts, right? right? Hard Which parts. make it unique. Um, it uh, it only comes in a six six speed manual. I was going to ask you about that. So it only comes in dark Highland green or uh, or black. Um, I'm sure there's a name for black other than black. <laughs> but uh, And you can turn on rev matching, which was fantastic around town. Uh, you can turn it off and practice your heel-toe shifting. Mm-hmm. But when you don't want to, you just you just pop it in the gear and boom, rev matches. And oh, it's fantastic. That's cool. You just want it just for the sound. Exactly. You know? yeah, that's so what you do is, is, is put it in normal mode because it's the most comfortable. Set the exhaust to track mode, turn rev matching on, <laughs> and then go to Ralph's or Pavilions or wherever you shop. And, and just uh, you are the race car driver that you always wanted to be. Yeah. Um, there's some cool features about this car is, is they took sort of a clean approach to the design. There's no stripes. There's no real badging. It doesn't say 5.0 on the, on the fender. It doesn't – there's – there's no grill emblem. There's no Ford. There's no pony. Really? No, nothing in the grill. It's a wow. blacked out grill with a, with like a chrome trim. The fenders are clean. There's no stripes over the top. The only thing that says bullet is just the faux gas cap in the back. That Where's says the Ford identification? I, I don't know. <laughs> how did they get that through their yeah. – because, because, I mean, you know how – when we've been involved with Ford in the past, or any car company with a SEMA build, yeah. the first thing that you sign is that you will not remove the yeah. primary badging. Oh, you you know, can't take the badging off. You yeah. can't change the size of the badging. Exactly. You know, maybe you can go larger, but that's about it. You I, can't I've go trimmed like, the side emblems and stuff, but you've got to leave that grill emblem oh, on. Yeah, that is the number it. one that's, thing. That's a know? big thing. So. Th- they, it's, there's no big wings on it. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sure, you know, in the aftermarket, obviously you can do whatever you want with these things, but there's something to say about it. Like r- coming here to the studio, by the way, the drive down to San Francisco, I drove around town, had dinner with a friend of mine. Tons of people were, were giving you thumbs up, up in a town where everybody rides an electric scooter. Yeah. Um, I did the road trip and... Every time I stopped, people were looking at the car and talking about the car. And I drove it here, and right before I came to the studio, I pulled in to just get some gas. And some guy comes over, and he's like, I've been waiting to see this thing in person. And, uh, and he knew about it. He knew what it was, obviously, because they've done a few bullets. Um, and he, you told him it wasn't the original one from the movie, right? Yeah, I said, no, this is the original one. <laughs> yeah, I buffed it out. <laughs> uh, 
And, uh, and you know, he was asking a bit about it, and then there was a line of people behind him waiting for his, <laughs> waiting for his bump because <laughs> yeah. it was a very busy gas station. Um, and it does that. It's something about it like without being a flashy color or bright orange or grabber blue or, or whatever, like you, you can still draw a lot of attention with a car that, that looks good and it's subtle. And that dark Highland green is, is beautiful. I'd love to, to grab that thing and give it a good wet sand and, and make it like see if, you know, what can you do to, to bring it up to that show quality, almost SEMA quality. Um, Cause I think that color is fantastic. It looks dark at night. It looks great. It's got some metallic in it. It looks great. It's sun in the day. You know, being in the wheel business, you you experiment with paints and powder coats oh, all, yeah, the, all time. the time. Yeah. There's satins and, and and metallics, and it's amazing what we can do with just a, a little hint of metallic, where it, it it pops all that sunlight off the paint. So it's a uh, it's pretty cool. Um, the shifter, of course, has that white kind of cue ball shifter. Oh, it does. Yeah. Okay, cool. And and the bullet emblem in the steering wheel, of course, and every one of them is numbered. So there's a there's a dash black as well. So it's it's a it's a pretty badass car. It's hard not to fall in love with that car. Now, the leather jacket, the white t-shirt, and the and the Carrera shades you're wearing. The old does the whole Steve McQueen look come with the yeah. car? Is it Ooh, a Paul Newman had Carrera shades as well? He did, but <laughs> uh, but I mean, I noticed you were driving in with those. You yeah. know, that no, they, they handed them out at the Ford event. <laughs> you, you're, you're just telling everybody, yeah, I'm just you know, yeah. Steve McQueen. Um, I think it's the anniversary, 50th anniversary of the movie, so that was a good time to time the release. Man, it's almost like they thought of that ahead of time. You, man, you think? Maybe like two years ago, they're like, hey. These marketing people, they do it every time. Um, for, uh, for, the, uh, for the guys that are super into the, um, to the nerdy aspects of it, the performance pack that basically comes standard on the bullet includes the torsion differential, right? And you can feel it. You can. Yeah, you can feel it in that thing. When you try to do like a U-turn, you get that little shake. Mm-hmm. You know, that like it feels like it's gripping, like it's like it's snagging on something. Uh, you do feel a little bit of that. Now, now um, what about the swag bag? What did you get when you went up there? <laughs> just the car. Come on. They didn't give <laughs> you like a, a Tag Heuer, you know, or anything like that? No. Darn it. No, th- they didn't. But uh, you never know. Maybe I'll get a follow-up. You, you'll get a follow-up Maybe I'll package. get a follow-up. Yes, those um, do show up. They're only going to make it for 2019 and 2020. Now, they all will be numbered, but they haven't exactly capped how many they're going to make. They're just going to make up based on demand, and then they'll define the limited edition. It's limited to how many they build. Right, but they're, they're pretty smart about it. Um, like I said, you can get it in, in green or black. My estimate, and I think theirs as well, is probably about 20% of them will be black. You know, um, The green looks so good. Here's kind of the trade-off is you want the green because of the story behind the car. But if you did want the car because you want some collectability, you kind of get the black because they'll probably make 500 of them. Well, they'll make 2,000 of the green ones. You know, uh, So it's kind, of a, it's kind of a toss-up. I think I'd probably end up with the green. Um, the new cars come with the 12-inch uh, LCD instrument cluster. So if you get into your GT350 or the previous, like the 17, you know, Mustang GT, you've got the two analog gauges with the digital gauge in the middle. Right. Now the whole thing is just a giant uh, gauge. And you but, can kind of change the look and, and that's everything. The yeah. Even when you change the mode, it changes that. When you put it in sport mode or track mode, everything changes, and it gives you different shift points. You can set a shift light. You can set shift uh, 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 points. So you can say, ah, oh, you know, just just give me like like a recommended shift point when you're driving you know it redlines i don't know 75 70 something 100 um uh rpm but like the recommended shift points like 5500 or 5000 and it'll be kind of highlighted you know on that which you can turn on and off or you can give it like a shift light so when you're drag racing whatever i haven't tried the launch control yet but you better believe i will <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh and the Michelins that are on it, they work with Michelins specifically. Um, I don't, I don't want to get that wrong, but uh, I want to make sure it's Michelin because I think the um, the previous cars had uh, Pirellis on them, but now they're they're doing um, doing Michelin. I'm going to say Michelin, and hopefully I'm right on that one. Uh, they were specifically made for the car, so this is them going to the tire company and going, "Look, we're doing a new Mustang Bullet. We need." Uh, this size tire, we need a little bit more grip, but we lo- want a little bit more 
they said, well, we sell this all over the place. So we, we still want a max performance summer tire, but we want to work in a little bit more all-weather capability. Because of the rainy climates that it's going to be driven right? in and want a little more sidewall flexibility. Right. Or- but we also want a little more grip. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that's your sidewall flexibility, so it'll squat a little bit. Yeah, so they're saying we want more grip in a performance tire, but a little bit more uh, uh, ability in your in your rain and and tire. And uh, I don't. Know, they came back. They said, "Sure, we can do that." Um, you know, here you go. And I think they only did like three rounds, and then they nailed it. You know, the tire company. There. Do you think the guys, the tire company, go? You know, hey, Matt. Pull uh, XYZ42 off. It'll, it's not even close. They'll hate it. Then we pull XYZ92. They're gonna, it's a little bit closer. Then we'll give them, we'll give them the, the 5 Series, and they'll love it. Look, we, <laughs> the tire companies are fantastic because they can make pretty much anything you want, but they want to sell tires, right? Yes. So, like, the wear rating is the cash register. <laughs> yes. They're like, we can make this really sticky and last longer, but... No one will ever buy tires, so we need sort of this nice mix. And uh, uh, anyway, it's it's fantastic. When, it when drifting came to America, every tire company got a big grin on their face. They were like, "Yes, yeah. this is great." Yeah. Uh, it, it, this is kind of a weird thing. It's like now, where does in my mind, where does the GT fit in? Because you can get an Eco Boost with performance packs and all the great options, fuel economy, and you can hop it up. And then you have the bullet that has all of that stuff on it. So maybe you can save a little bit of money by fitting the GT in the middle. But um, yeah, but you could I, I say know. the Kudos same. You, you could lineup. say the same thing about Porsche. You've got the GT3, the GT3 RS, but then you've got the you know. I mean, Ed, there's something for everyone when you offer all those levels of a performance car. Yeah, you should get one of these and the Acura. And a GT3 RS. <laughs> and a GT3 RS. Man, somebody's selling a lot of wheels. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. Uh, we're going to start wrapping things up. I'm going to tell, um, uh, tell you guys about Dodge. You can heat up your summer at the Dodge Summer Clearance Event. You can show off a little muscle with the Dodge Charger or the Dodge Challenger and leave everyone else envying your beach bod, Brad. Yeah. Come in now to the Dodge Summer Clearance event and see why so many are joining the Brotherhood of Muscle. You guys heard us go through this whole lineup of cars in the past, and they're fantastic. And, of course, we're going to be uh, uh, going out to uh, Roadkill Nights. We're going to be drag racing that stuff. And the new – I don't know if you've – I'm sure you've heard the news about this. The new Dodge Challenger Red Eye, which is 790-something horsepower, 797 or something like that. It's basically a Dodge Demon – Set up for road race instead of set up for drag racing. So Wide now we have flared a, wheels. Yeah, so now we have a Hellcat, we have a, a Red Eye, and we have a Demon. And uh, uh, I just spent uh, you were you you were with me. We we checked it out. Um, spent a week in the Dodge Charger Hellcat. I'm sorry, the Dodge Challenger Hellcat uh, Wide Body, which is what I understand we're going to be drag racing up there with the automatic transmission. I'm sure the automatic's probably faster than the stick, just because how quickly it, it changed. It shifts. It's paddle shift. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sure it's a little more consistent. But when you said you were taking the red eye to Detroit, I, I didn't understand it, you were taking a red I, eye to Detroit. I literally Detroit. am flying out of red eye to Detroit. And then when we get there, hopefully we get to check these things out as well. So anyway, guys, check that out. And of course, join the Brotherhood of Muscle at the Dodge Summer Clearance Event and get a great deal. Um, Anything else you got, Brad? Uh, the only other thing I have is this right here, this paperwork that uh, I need you to give to uh, Goldberg when you get there because uh, he wanted a few, uh, you know, lifting tips from me uh, to keep in shape. Right, he's gonna. You're gonna tell him to eat 13 eggs in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed at his house, and he's like, "You want some eggs?" And he pulled out this carton. There must have been like a hundred eggs in it. It was like Rocky Balboa. Yeah, it was like three levels of eggs. I didn't know you can buy a carton that much. <laughs> and he eats like each level a day. Um, guys, let me tell you a little bit about JB Weld. JB Weld's a proud sponsor of CarCast. It's America's favorite epoxy adhesive. Pros and DIYers have been have trusted JB Weld for over fifty years. You must have a stack of this stuff in your shop, right? I've used JB Weld in the past, absolutely. Yeah. If you have a big or small project in your home, garage, workshop, or craft room, and you need a strong, dependable, and permanent adhesive with with that uh, JB Weld strength 
Definitely try these guys out. You know, they make a whole bunch of stuff now. They have a wide variety of epoxy, super glue, and silicone products for repairing plastics, wood, metals, and more. And, of course, JB Weld is made in the USA. We've tried their products, and we recommend JB Weld. We've all used it over here for sure. You can find them and other adhesives at Home Depot, Lowe's, O'Reilly, <coughs> AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, Walmart, or Amazon. So definitely check them out. JB Weld, world's strongest bond. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. Of course, you can check us out at carcashshow.com. And uh, we'll have uh, Goldberg in for next week. Chris is going to come out. We're going to Detroit. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some – we're going to do a live show. We're going to do some drag racing. Chris is going to record the whole thing. So next week on CarCast, you're going to get the live show. We're going to be talking to Leah Pritchett uh, for Drag Racer and some of the guys from Dodge. You want to check that out. Um in the meantime, follow uh, follow Goldberg. He's posting photos and stuff from the, the set of uh, Forged and Fire, Knife or Death. You can follow him at Goldberg and Goldberg Garage on Twitter and Goldberg95 and Goldberg's Garage on Instagram. You can follow me at Motorator. And uh, if you guys like this show, come back on there and just uh, go to iTunes. Give us a nice little review and rating that uh, helps us. You know, bring the ratings back up, gets us back to the top of the list, which we love. Um, you can always listen to uh, Shift and Steer with myself and Brad Fanshawe and Aaron Hagar. If you go to shiftandsteer.com, you can uh, you can check out all the episodes. You can also subscribe on iTunes Podcast or the Podcast One mobile app. And uh, Brad, where can we find you? Well, on uh, both Twitter and Facebook, it's Brad Fanshawe. But on Instagram, where I post most of my stuff, it's Bradley underscore Fanshawe. All right, guys, thank you. And uh, for Adam, or sorry, for uh, Chris and myself and Brad and Goldberg, until next time, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit carcastshow.com.